You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. Bernie leading in Utah. On Fox. Johnny Utah. Bernie is ahead. Where is that? <clears throat> Utah, interesting. Welcome, guys, to the, uh, the Super Tuesday podcast. How the fuck is Bloomberg second in Utah? Oh, uh, Mormon. Yeah, 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 Mormons. Mormons. That's right. And less women's. They love. <laughs> less women's. <laughs> less women's. <laughs> oh, my God. Let's on, do this. So what's new with you? What is new? Trying to uh, trying to survive, trying to not get sick. I will survive. Mm-hmm. Yes. Trying to. Uh, what is the death toll up to now? Nine in America, in the U.S. That's right. It was like six yesterday. Mm-hmm. It's nine. Now. Apparently, there was somebody Jesus. that they didn't they didn't mention that that person died until oh. later. Wow, that's right. Mm-hmm. They're holding wow. back numbers. Well, that's never a good sign. Well, that's cheap. oh no no. Oh my god, it wasn't. It wasn't. He's still alive. We know that. Yeah. No, but it was it was nine. Last I heard, it was like nine people. But I'm but like look, four of them are in I'm Seattle, look at Facebook right? right now, and somebody's gonna be like, "No, now it's or in Washington." Well, by the time this goes up on Thursday, who knows? We could all be dead this time next week. Not all of us. I hope you enjoy. Subscribe you, to you the know, editing bank. You know who would survive? <clears throat> hmm. Jesse the Body Ventura. <laughs> oh Should have seen it coming. <laughs> my <laughs> antibodies. <laughs> Jesse the antibody Ventura. <laughs> Or would that be his his mother's sister? This is would be there you go. antibody. <laughs> this is Uncle Body and it Antibody. Would, it would be like a, a bad Eddie Murphy movie. <laughs> She's all sitting around the table. Antibody. <laughs> Hercules. And when I was Hercules. the great governor of Minnesota, <laughs> my little Hercules. <laughs> Nothing's going to penetrate this body. <laughs> in fact, they're making a vaccine for my blood. Back in 1978, I wrestled against Hulk Hogan and the coronavirus at Madison <laughs> Square Garden. And, and you know what? I won. <laughs> I defeated him. We wrestled for 48 hours. <laughs> the only reason we had to stop was because the audience needed a bathroom break. <laughs> and then we got back to it. Uh, the Editing Bay with uh, Jesse Bonaventure. November 11th. What was it? Uh, <laughs> September 11th? November 22nd of 1968. Is that, wait, when, did, when was Kennedy? You're talking about Kennedy? Yes. 63, oh I believe. 11-22-63. A date that will live in infamy. November 22nd of 1963. I was in the middle of a match with Andre the Giant. They had to stop it. It was an epic match. <laughs> But they had to stop it because you know why? Why? Kennedy was shot. <laughs> <laughs> but we were like, we just wanted to keep going. Andre the Giant. <laughs> Abnormal uh, length. Abnormal. Abnormal. Andre the Giant was wrestling in the 60s. What? Yeah. No. I'm sure he was. I'm yeah. sure he was. Look that up. Okay. Yeah, yeah maybe. Because sure, sure when did he was. die? Like late 80s? Late 80s. Hello, lady. <laughs> Hello, ladies. I only Hello, lady. Oh, my God. It's four white horses. Yeah, died, yes, we find the lady. He died in 93. <laughs> Hello, lady. Hello, lady. Died in 93. He started wrestling. Anybody want a peanut? Uh, <laughs> you sound like Billy Crystal. You sounded more like Billy Crystal. Billy 1964. 1964. When he was... When, when, when he, he first started, started his wrestling. wrestling career. Wow. All right. Somebody died shot Kennedy. When he was... Just... <laughs> oh, my God. Anybody want the president? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, rest in peace. What, 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 you can't laugh. JFK. Time plus distance equals and humor. Right? Too soon, Joe. Too, too soon. soon. Mm. 
Especially, Jesus. I guess, you know, if we live here. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we proved that in, in Dallas, we're not very good at demolishing buildings. <laughs> no, whoa. We <laughs> Took us uh, just uh, over over a week, right? To did get you, rid of that did one you go there? Guy? Did you ever go visit? I didn't. I didn't think about that. I didn't realize I it was did becoming it. a thing. I saw, I did not. I didn't what say you? Either. When someone said that there's a building in Dallas, it won't go down. I said, let me at it. <laughs> <laughs> guarantee you first try. Oh guarantee you. I was there for four hours. It fell. <laughs> I just looked at it. <laughs> and then I blew it a kiss and it went over. <laughs> I had a plunger and a pack of Big League Chew. Oh my God. Me and Chuck Norris. <laughs> Chuck Norris. We p- pulled a tag team on that. What? We, we ran the we train. Ran train. We ran a train on that building. Oh, the leading tower of Dallas. The leading tower of Dallas. Yeah. I took uh, I took Sarah and the kids. I saw that. What a great idea. It looked like there were a lot of people out there. Yes. People just showing up to <laughs> We went out there. There's like, there's like a radio station van. Guys. Like pizza, <laughs> food trucks and shit. If you've never been to Dallas, like this we is our... We are dying for shit we to have our own. looking our own. for things to be like, oh, oh, oh there's a building that didn't fall over yeah. that we tried to demolish? Let's go check it out. Because we're too busy demolishing anything that has any kind of history or legacy. Mm-hmm. Like, it, we're just craving something that's like, look, like, like if you go to Boston, you go to New York City. Like, oh, there is you see, full like, this of history. Full of rich history, these buildings. And it's like, wow, you go to Dallas and anything that could have possibly been like a, a historical landmark yes. or something. Like, if it's, if it's somewhere where white people are. <laughs> then they uh, they save it. It's they, when, it's, they'll yeah, save that it's gentrification. If it's the building where the president was shot from, we got to preserve that. Oh yeah, the Texas Theater. It's but a landmark. Everything. No, he wasn't shot at the Texas. Oh, theater. that's where that's where, uh, that's Oswald, where the book yeah. depository. That's what you want. Yeah. Oswald yeah. was found at the Texas Theater. That's what it was. Exactly. Man, well, technically he wasn't shot. Your Texas history. Sucks. The book depository. Well, he was shot outside. He was shot in the close. middle of the road. Joe. He was. Pretty, Come on. And you're to blame. <laughs> you give <laughs> Dallas oh, no. a bad name. Bad name. We've only got to hold on for one more night. What? It doesn't make a difference. Hold on for one more day. If we make it, I know that there is pain, but you hold on for one more day. (laughs) I was doing Bon Jovi. Break free from the chains. I know that there is pain, but you hold on for one more day. And you kneel like Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> uh, all right, no, seriously. So what is, I know, right? What's been going on with you? Uh, I did see a movie. What did you Since see? this is a movie podcast, we'll talk about movies. Um, uh, you had been going through the Oscar-nominated films, and I think the last time we talked, you had yet to see Jojo Rabbit. So I figured I'm going to fill that hole. But now I have for us, and now we've both seen it. Now we yeah. can talk about it. Tess, uh, did you also no. see Jojo? Rabbit? No, he hasn't seen no, it. No, I need to sit this. I one can't up. give you movies anymore though because your computer gets crapped. That's out. right. Apparently. Or it's that, or it's the porn that it you could serve. be. That yeah, look, you and your buddy. It's not the porn. <laughs> it's not. The rest of us were registering to vote. I know. Right? Tess over here was, was making was a different registering kind of, to be a sex that's offender. That's right. Different kind of registry. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> Sorry, not that's fresh on the mind. We just found out that someone that we worked oh, no. with. I'm not gonna say who. Okay, it is. I don't need to cut. Yeah. It. We found out that someone that we worked with was on the list. Yeah, I bet that if wild. you, uh, you know, there's like those maps that you can look up. Like, oh, here's my address. Punch in your address and we'll see how many sex offenders are with Oh, I thought a- you were going to be like, you find out which Domino's is closer to you that would deliver. <laughs> Similar to that, except instead of pizza. <laughs> they deliver. It also starts they with deliver, They deliver boners. And it comes oh, in a box. Oh, oh. Same oh. algorithm. Just- here's my dick in a box. <laughs> they deliver pancakes? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's penicillin. Penicillin. Penis- I was penicillin. penicillin. <laughs> oh, my God. So what did you think? Uh, yeah, uh, what of the sex of offender? Jojo Rabbit. It was great. Rabbit. 
you know, <clears throat> people were comparing <clears throat> it to what is that movie called? Life is Beautiful, right? With uh, Antonio Roberto Benigni. Benito, yeah, Antonio <laughs> Roberto Villalobos Ramirez, Ramirez. Uh, and um, because it was it, it was a, a, a comedy, right? Uh-huh. A, a dramedy, I guess, is what they would call it. Sure, that's set cute. In uh, I didn't come up with that. Uh, set during a World War Two, the dose, and yeah. they tried to work some comedy into it. Life with life with life is beautiful. Life is beautiful. Did you ever see that one? I think so. A long yeah. time ago. D- didn't really make much of an impression on you, huh? Mm, but I mean, I was probably thirteen or something when it came Sounds out. Sounds about right. 14. People were people were excited about it at the time because they thought it was groundbreaking. But yeah. I don't know that it ever really caught on with with audiences because there's something about like Nazis in World War Two. Like you either have to go full comedy, like uh, Mel Brooks, right, in uh, Springtime for Hitler, right, flat out it's comedy the producers. Thank you. That's what it is. That's the yeah. It's the the, the, movie the show within, within a movie. the show. There yeah. you go. And, and that worked because I think it was it was clearly just a comedy. I don't think it was trying to say anything else other than the message it had through satire. Right. Right. This one, there are some dark These moments in it, uh, but there but there's so much like slapstick comedy. I, I don't know. So here's what I I would say. I think this is the What's best your point, Walter. This is the best version of a film about World War II and Nazis that is a comedy. Mm-hmm. Do I think? People should be trying to make World War II into a comedy. I don't know. I, it, it, it just do didn't I do it think for me. that they should make World War II comedies? <laughs> you tell I me. I don't think so. <laughs> no, I, and the thing is, I don't think that the movie was poking fun at World War II. No, no, like, no, no. It was I, I, it a was, comedy set during World War II. But it, it, it wasn't even like it was a pretty powerful movie, though. Like it's just that what Taika Waititi does is mm-hmm. he diffuses some really heavy shit with some humor. And the thing is, we're looking at this through the point of view of a child. And so, life is funny to a kid, you know? And sure. As they try to understand. But it's a, I found it to be a really touching movie. I liked it. I think there's, it's, there are a lot of beautiful moments in it. And you, clearly it has heart. And its heart child. was in the right moments. Or it's in the right place. The world seems magical. I just don't know that there's any film that could be successful sure, 100% trying to do this. Having said that, it was, it was a really great, really great performance by um, ScarJo. Uh-huh. Great performance by Taika Waititi. And, the, and those the, fucking the boy, kids. The, Both of the kids. And then the girl kid was great. Yeah. 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 Rebel Wilson I thought was good. Sam Rockwell See, I thought I didn't was like awesome. Her and I, you cannot I dislike Sam Rockwell. No, no, no. He's great. He's great. I just think that the tone of that film was, it was see, in the two thing different is, places. Had it been directed by Wes Anderson, you wouldn't have had a problem with it. It's a very Wes Anderson kind of thing. Like It, it feels, especially in the very beginning, yeah. it has a very Wes Anderson feel to it. I agree with that. And so it, it's, it's a little jarring because Wes Anderson would have gone another way with the story. I think so, There too. would have been a clear point where that story would have gotten very serious mm-hmm. And uh, a little raw, while still being a little quirky, where this went way more quirky. Yes, uh, and was a little raw. The Hitler as imaginary friend, like there's no way you can like once you've gone that far. Yeah, I don't think you can then come back and be like, oh, but I also want to be saving Private Ryan. Uh huh. Like it's if we were going to if Wes Anderson were going to make this movie, who would have played who? So obviously Ooh, yeah. the ScarJo role would have been Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow. Mm-hmm. Um, we would have had the Sam Rockwell. Would have been the Jeff Goldblum. Are you sure Jeff Goldblum? Mm, no, maybe uh, Bill Murray or or a Luke. Oh, uh, Bill Murray. Yeah. I think Bill Murray would have been That's good there because I don't think he would have fit as no. Hitler because that would have been uh, what's his name from Scott Pilgrim, uh, uh, Talia Shire's son, uh, Gideon Graves and Scott Pilgrim. Oh, oh, oh! Fucking uh, uh, yeah, Rushmore. 
What, what the hell is Jason Schwartzman. Schwartzman? There you go. Yeah, he yeah. would have been Hitler. That's a great idea. Yeah. Oh, I would have loved that. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, the Re- Rebel Wilson character. Mm. He doesn't have a lot of females in his films. No, he doesn't. Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton would. Yeah. It's not bad actually. That, that's a really. She good, looks like a nut. That's really good. <laughs> Sorry, Tilda. <laughs> She kind of does. Well, it's like what they did the, with Kate Blanchett in yeah. that fourth Indiana Jones yeah. movie. By the way, hear about that. You know, I don't... <laughs> I'm going to take that as a yes. We don't need... First of all, we don't need no, another... Stop. We don't need another... Well, here's what they but can we do. we don't need another Indiana Jones movie. Do the young that. Indiana Jones. Yes. Go bring back, back to that. Yeah, bring back River Phoenix. No. <laughs> I'm not saying you have to bring back the same cast. Oh, I got you. But so you want Shia LaBeouf. prequel. Well, that's exactly what they were trying to do. But even that was going to be a sequel. He was going to kind of take over the mantle. I want to see young Indiana Jones again. I want to yeah. see them. Or the just create a different character. Middle years. Here's the thing. Yeah, Make yeah. a really good Uncharted movie without Mark Wahlberg. I know. That is so disappointing. What? Like yeah, Antonio Mark Wahlberg's ba- going to play Sully. I love Mark Wahlberg. And, and fucking Tom oh. Holland is Nathan. Like, Isn't that weird? <laughs> His Faja. He's Faja. He's playing his Faja. Tess, you see anything good? Uh, I rewatched um, Goodfellas. Oh. oh, yeah, we were talking about that today. Yeah. Perfect. I was like, I haven't seen it in such a long time. Her, I mean, it's I good. Well, it's okay, good. not perfect. We've, we've it's talked a really about good movie. It's would a say, really good movie. Did you say perfect? Almost. Almost perfect. One of the, uh, one of the guys from the show, um, Cuckoo's Nest, mm-hmm. his favorite movie oh, is, is Goodfellas. The... Really, and he would he would talk about it constantly like backstage. We'd be talking about it, and he'd like make references that even I wouldn't like. It's been so long since I've seen it. Yeah, he'd be like, "Yeah, so you remember this part where the guy doesn't?" I'm like, "Yeah," and then he'd be like, "You don't remember it, do you?" And I'm like, "Nope, <laughs> sure don't." I was trying to sure be courteous don't. to move yeah. the story along. Yeah, now you no, but Eric, called me out. Eric is a big fan of Goodfellas. No, that's uh, really so, good. Yeah, move. we talked about that. It's a lot. really good movie. You were saying that you didn't like the end, though. I don't like the end. There's, there's like two thirds of the movie I really enjoy. And then you get to that part where like Ray Liotta's getting all like paranoid, seeing About the helicopters and well, shit. By that time and De Niro's like telling mind. Lorraine Bracco, like, "Come on, I got dresses inside. Come like, on, just, just come on. inside, come inside, and look at the." And she's like, "Oh no, oh, I'm not I gotta gonna... go." And it's like we know what's happening. Like yeah. it's it's too much of a slow burn at the end of the movie. Yeah, it is like. It's like 20, and I think I, I mentioned this when we talked about the Irishman. Mm-hmm. Some people have problems. Most people have problems with clunky exposition. Mm-hmm. He has a problem with clunky denouement, like mm-hmm. just ending a film. Just end it, man. Pull that bandaid off. Sometimes. Yeah, it would have been a different film if he had ended a little sooner. But it's it's just crazy to because by that point he had lost his mind and just to see it deteriorating like that. I guess that's what he wanted to it just, take I, us on that. Journey. I do agree though. It just drag on a little bit. Because yeah. it's it's like that whole day he's recounting that yeah. really has nothing to do. With, well, kind of does have to do with the plot, but it was it was longer than I remember. But yeah, besides <laughs> that, that's what they always say, right? <laughs> besides that, uh, I started Mad Men. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. started from the beginning. Yeah. How you I doing on Hakata Tonkatsu Ramens? Every time I start, I talk about something. He always brings the. I want because ep- <laughs> I'm like watching. You still I on episode, episode eight? eight. You've been on episode eight. Did you do a voice days. in this? Yeah. I, oh. I, I downloaded all of it and gave it to him. And I was like, watch it. Because he's watching anime like all day at work. Most oh of us God. work at work. There you go. But he's watching <laughs> anime. I'm like, here, watch my anime. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to check it out. Yeah. And I definitely did. He didn't even come into it until like episode five. Oh, so come on, man. Yeah, so it's like he's mad at me about not, not watching it. <laughs> There's like 12 episodes. That's on you, Joe. I watched your show. I watched The Potion. Which you can watch now on YouTube. Look up the look up the potion web series on YouTube. That's a burn, right? Yeah. Oh no, that's a slow. It hurts. It's, man. Yeah, man. It hurts. Come on, it's cool. It, it's okay. It's all right. How's no. Mad Men? It's, oh, it's really. good. It's fantastic. How far are you? It's in? a really good show. I'm on like episode. I'm, see, I'm on a, like Allison episode Brie, six man. or seven. Mm. 
saw her. She's barely in it. She's, she's not in a lot. She's not until the second or third season, I mean, you start she, to see more of her. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, she's only been in like two episodes that I've seen so far. Yeah. But it's been pretty good. I mean, she's still beautiful. As she was doing that at the same time she was doing Community. Wow. You were saying you yeah. said that, and I had no idea. Which was funny to see, like the kind of role she plays in this, and then turning the, it around and being Annie in, yeah. in Community. It's like, whoa, that's kind it's, of impressive. She's versatile. She is versatile. Mm-hmm. And if you're not yeah. familiar, if you, listeners, if you haven't watched Glow yet on Netflix, I have that not. is it's so good. It's a career defining role for her, uh, mm-hmm. and it's a shame that two years in a row she was nominated for Best Actress mm-hmm. in the at the Golden Globes and the Emmys. Overlooked. Who won instead? I think she. Won, I think the chick that played Mrs. Maisel won both years over her. Oh, Rachel and, Brosnahan. Yeah, Rachel. And really? I think Rachel She's Brosnahan's great. really good. But I'm like, come on, give it to somebody look, else. But, but look at the work that Allison Brie has had to do to prepare and get into this role for Glow. Like she has not only had to like yeah. work her acting and like she emotionally, yeah, but man. physically, what she puts her body through to be. You get points for this that. Person? I think so. They did it for Christian Bale. Right, that is true. Yeah, that's a good point. And he I does think, get points for losing she, weight. She just needs to be recognized and gaining. She, she's been Dude. in a lot of stuff. Like yeah. she's been. Yeah. In, she's Unikitty in the Lego oh movies. God. One of the best roles. <laughs> and Horse Girl. I mean, and, oh, horse, yes. and Bojack Horseman. I, mean, I got to see mean, that. Well, she's got to think of oh, horses. Yeah, that's right. She is the Bojack Horseman. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, yeah. so that's cool. Yeah, no, Mad Men is really good. Yeah, and it's going to be a fun ride for you. I think that's what like six, seven seasons. Yeah, I I bail like maybe on. Season four, so after have, season four, really? well, because at a certain point, so it's like I, I love the first couple of seasons because it's actually about kind of the industry, uh, and and it's more like a, it's a it's a little more biographical in the mm. first couple of seasons, yeah. Then it starts to really take some dramatic license. It gets into yes, exactly. Oh. It turns more into a soap opera, really? and and then at the end of it. Not, not to spoil anything, but I no 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 don't. T- I'm not going to spoil anything. I just don't think uh, the, the, the character's sh- arc was. No, uh, successful. The show becomes more self-aware of like how cool and beloved John Hamm has become yeah. in pop culture, mm-hmm. and the show starts to kind of reflect that a little bit more. Uh, that's about all I can say about Don Draper. Yeah. Like they kind of he's Dick supposed to be like an anti-hero, yeah. Dick Whitman, but he just turns into a hero at the he end. There's too much hero worship, yeah. for that oh. character. Anyway, but uh, enjoy it while you can. Oh. <laughs> All right, this is the Editing Bay on the oh. Next Wave Radio Network. My name's Joe. Mine's Joe. This is where we come to it's talk Des- about movies, sometimes a good movie, sometimes bad movies. No matter what the case, we will come together, watch a movie, and then talk about it with you, and you, and you, and you were and there, and you, and you are lovely you Editing Bay listeners yeah. watching live right now on Facebook, or you're watch- or listening after the fact uh, to our podcast on your favorite <laughs> podcasting app. Uh, and we will talk about what the movie did right, what it did wrong, and uh, see if we can put it back together maybe a little bit better than it was in the first place. Mm. Uh, and uh, if you have any suggestions for the movie, if you have thoughts about the movie we're talking about, go to facebook.com slash editingbay or in Facebook uh, in that search bar, put in the editing bay, uh, and uh, you're going to find that image of the woman with the bleeding eyes. Click on that, and that's where you can talk back to us. So this week, mm-hmm. getting back to a pick that, uh, that Tess... Wanted to do, yeah, before Kobe Bryant decided to crash his helicopter. Oh, oh my god, <laughs> entire am I am I wrong? Oh, am I wrong? Oh am I wrong? A little am bit, am I yes. wrong? Is yes. that not what happened? Yes. I mean, that is it that what happened? Well, he didn't crash, but yes, if he had is, someone like me, wrong. a former Navy SEAL on his helicopter, <laughs> oh, I could have landed it safely. Wow, they'd he, have all been talking to us right now. That is the body. Sick. 
The opinions of one Joe Kunachi. What? Joe Kalachi? Kunachi. Hey! I'm Joey Kalachi over here. It's Kunachi. Joe Kalachi. I don't know why. I've never butchered your name like that. Joey Knipshin. Do not reflect the opinions of the editor. Kanachi, <laughs> you know him, my guy. And yeah, drive no. the ship. Come on, but no, yeah, this was my pick. <laughs> Snatch, a movie that I don't even remember. Da, when da, I, da, I don't da, even remember da. when I saw this movie. Honestly, it was years yeah. ago. Were you alive when in, it came out in two thousand? Yes, yes, you were. Yes, I was. I was. Yeah, because you know 92. the movie came out in two thousand. Because you know ninety two, the best year ever. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 man. Yeah, yeah. no, anyway, ninety two. But yeah, that's when we I got Reservoir Dogs. Hey, and Juice. That's a good one. You know, but yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> but Snatch, no, I don't remember where, when or where I saw this, but I just remember seeing Brad Pitt in this movie, and this was a, mm-hmm. around the time that it was like he was, that I saw a bunch of other movies that he had done at that time, and I was wondering why so many people loved him, and like, I mean, you know, the girls they love him for how he looks, but I know didn't see any of the movies that and the boys actually made him what he is, because also um <laughs> what oh, oh, wait what boy. <laughs> he he appeals to both genders yeah and, and everything does in between he appeal yeah. to your gender he sure and, does and what's between. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's not an ugly guy. So, I mean, that's perspective. He's been but, and what? So, wait, did, wait, hold on, when Joe. Did, when did Fight Club come out? That was 99. 99. Uh, so, mm-hmm. that was right before. Yeah, so. The Finch. So, yeah, I had heard about. I saw that and also with him, with him and Edward Norton. That was great. So, mm, of course. So, so, really I ran, movie. so, I randomly stumbled upon this. And I and this was a movie that not a lot of people that I know have ever even seen or heard oh, wow. about. Really? Yeah. You know what? It was people, hot there People for a like while. Joel and I, like, they were into film in it the late big. 90s and early 2000s. This mm-hmm. was big. This hit around the same time. Like, it, it was the like the British invasion of film, the late nineties British invasion that yes. gave us like Matthew Vaughn, Danny Boyle, mm-hmm. Guy Ritchie, yep. uh, and they were all mimicking the style that that Quentin like Tarantino, Tarantino. Was, had kind of trailblazed. That makes a lot of sense because it, it, it's very it's very wordy. It's very verbal. It's a lot of like lot of writing. what seems like kind of non sequitur monologues that yeah. kind of build, they tie into the mm-hmm. story somehow, but like. It's one of those scripts, and that's kind of one of my criticisms. I'm going to jump on really quickly here early, but it's one of those films that, on paper, felt and seemed a lot more clever and witty. But they never took the time to figure out, like, well, how is this dialogue going to sound coming out of somebody's mouth? Yeah, because some of it sounds like cool. You're like, and I remember being like a you know a twenty something. Like you said, just kind of getting into film yeah. and discovering, like, oh, hey, this, and when when you're younger stylized. and you haven't experienced much, you're like, oh, this is cool. These it's guys are cool. They smoke yeah. and they have guns. As you get they... older, you're like, nobody fucking talks like that. Well, That's not, not only that, work. but it's like there's so much uh, style over substance a yeah. lot of times. But yeah. some of the some of the lines sound cool, like they Dennis all... Farina getting on a plane. <laughs> yes, like, it's just that, that really cool. Yeah. The quick cuts. <laughs> mm-hmm. The Darren Aronofsky yeah, edits. Exactly. So what we're talking about is 2000's Snatch, Yo. directed by Guy Ritchie, who also gave us Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, which, confession, I liked better than this I, film. I did, too, because yeah. I saw that one first, and that's where Guy Ritchie kind of came on the scene. And yeah. then when, when this follow-up came in, and like, oh, look, he's got American actors in it now, uh-huh. I remember thinking... This is a lot like this. Is it's very, very much similar. like Lock and Lockstock. Really? So if you like this movie, you should check that one I'll out. Have to check that out. And no, also check out Rock and Rolla, another that's one of right. his movies that's a lot like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he also did the uh, the Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes movies. Saw that. That's yeah. right. And Aladdin, which I know you saw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, and and more recently, the Gentleman. The Gentleman. With, uh, Matthew McConaughey. Did he? Did he did the Gentleman. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that one. Uh, all right. So the budget for this movie ten million dollars. Mm-hmm. Made eighty three point six million. There you go. Other movies that came out in 2000, uh, this was, 
overall, this was a good year. There's one or two stinkers in here, mm. uh, but we got Gladiator, oh. Me- Memento, oh, hey. fuck yeah. Castaway, hey. Requiem for a Dream, yeah. talking about Aronofsky, mm-hmm. uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Oh, dude. Almost Famous, oh. X-Men, American yeah. Psycho, Oh Brother Where Art Thou, High Fidelity, oh, Unbreakable, High Fidelity. Meet the Parents, <laughs> the best traffic. Billy Elliot, scary movie. Mission Impossible Two. Scary movie. Remember the Titans. Final Destination. Uh, Aaron Brockovich. Ooh. The Beach. Uh, the Perfect Storm. The Emperor's New Groove. Best <gasps> in Show. Oh, uh, Gone in sixty seconds. Chocolade. Uh, Chocolade. <laughs> Reindeer Games. <laughs> Pitch Black. Scream Three. Speaking of Alison Brie. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. The Patriot. No, she's oh. in Scream Four. Oh, she was in Four. four. Yeah, the Never report, mind. Right? <laughs> uh, Hollow Man and Big Mama's House and Shaft. Came out a lot of good movies and a lot of movies we've done on this we've podcast, talked about on this actually. podcast some exactly. good some not so good um, so yeah like what I was saying this movie would definitely was style over substance sure uh, and it, watching it now it, it's a it's a lot more obvious it's aged. and wow has Jason Statham gotten way better at acting yes <laughs> well he's he's fun in this and it's yeah. it's great but to see him so be funny rigid and. He's still the straight man. But but he's bad. Like, his delivery is bad. You think so? Oh, yeah. It's hard to tell if the acting is bad or if they're just being British. No. Like, I, gotta, I, gotta I don't think because I think a bunch of those British. Because you watch someone like uh like watch Vinnie Jones in this movie. Mm-hmm. And He's good. I feel like this is Vinnie Jones' best performance. I, I think so too. Oh, I was like man. him being in the juggernaut, like what was a step down. I remember thinking, oh, like he's really made it. But uh going back and seeing this, like, oh, he's actually a competent actor. He's, he's not just some uh, muscled gorilla yeah, that they Susan put in a seat. If you want to, yeah. amazing. I, I loved him. Yeah, you know he's really good in this movie. His whole monologue, though, like about uh, the the gun <laughs> yeah. and like and, and the yes, kinds of balls. He's like, there are two kinds of balls. That's right. And I'm like, all right. As soon as he sits down, he starts. Talking, I'm like, okay, Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino. Let's yeah. sit here and listen to your fucking what you. But think you know is what? A really clever monologue. But you're right. It's not bad. It's not bad, especially the way it wraps up, where he's like. On the side of your gun says replica, mm-hmm. and they do that little. <laughs> and then the side of mine says Desert Eagle point five zero. And, then, <laughs> and they, I love how they they look. They all turn around, <laughs> yeah, yeah. For that poor group of guys, man. Oh my god, I love it. <laughs> Saul I love and Vinny and Tyrone. And Tyrone. <laughs> oh my, one of my, one of my uh, favorite lines. Ah, Tyrone. You silly fat bastard! When they, <laughs> when they saw him on the video, yes. Oh yeah, oh, poor Tyrone. <laughs> oh my god, he got tortured. It's funny because this was a movie that had both uh, um, uh, Benicio del Toro mm-hmm. and Brad Pitt, and they have been accused of looking like one another the past few years. Yeah, what? Yeah, look it up. It's a big thing online that like Benicio del Toro, Benicio del Toro and Brad looks Pitt look like. nothing like Brad Pitt. Look up some really? pictures. I'm gonna do this yeah. right now. Listen, Brad Pitt is Brad Pitt. Never, okay. I was like, right I've now. never heard that. I've never jerked off to Benicio del Toro. I'll tell you that right now. What? Whatever. Huh? I know Brad. you did. <laughs> I know you did. As the collector in Guardians oh of the Galaxy. God. No, more... Uh, like, Ooh, I love that. I love that white hair. Or the, the dude from The Last Jedi. That never <laughs> that never comes back. Well, that's JJ's fault. He could have brought him back. <laughs> could have been his Lando. <laughs> it could have been. But he had he Lando. Had actual Lando. Lando. <laughs> No, Sorry, uh, Billy D. This guy's going to be our Lando. More uh, Benicio from uh, Usual Suspects is yeah. what I like him. Mm. I like him in Fix, Way of Finch the Gun. Gun. Benicio in Way of the Gun. Yeah. Coming it's, soon to an episode of the editor. That movie's so fun, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, but speaking of style over substance, yeah. Way of, of the those... Gun is definitely one of those movies, yeah, too. Way true of the as Gun. well. But at least <laughs> that doesn't have... Like, I remember when... Um, 
You know, because video and film used to be edited, and sometimes still is, but like actually cutting film. Nowadays, it's all done computers, oh, right? Yeah, you can sure. do whatever you want. So there was that moment in the, in kind of mid '90s when nonlinear video editing was was kind of taking over. It was all done through computers. And now where it used to be very difficult to do a transition, you know, uh-huh. even a dissolve was something where you had to get the, you know, the projection, not the projectionist, but the, the, uh, who's the editor. The, no, who's the guy who like de- develops the, the developer or whatever. Um, whereas uh, now you could just click a button and have all sorts of transitions. So I feel like Guy Ritchie got himself an avid computer sure. in 1999 and was like, oh, I can, I can flip the, the camera around or I can zoom in digitally. And all these things. I like your Guy Ritchie voice. I don't even know you if that's sound what he sounds nothing like, or not. like him. You sound nothing like him. What if he sounds, sounds like Body? Oh, he sounds like the Body. Have you seen my new movie Snatch? The Gentleman. It's the Gentleman. With Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. He was at the movie Amistad. <laughs> you know, you know, Matthew from Amistad. You know, Amistad. Uh, but yeah, no, it, uh, and Serenity. Give us free. <laughs> <laughs> It's Jaiban Hansu. But especially at the beginning, <laughs> when they do like the freeze frames, like the quick, they're speeding freeze up frame. the freeze frame. Freeze frame. And then like the stylized like stars show up and the name is projected. Yeah, like, That's a very Tarantino felt like they were Felt like you were watching like a TV show. Like, oh, yeah. Where it's, oh, okay. Well, you know who these characters are now. At least. But that in 2000, cool. like I appreciated it. I was like, this is cool. In you don't see 2000. this in film? This is like, yeah. this is like Coke on screen. It awesome. is. But it's like Tarantino. We, it, we'd already seen it. Yeah. And the thing is, we were seeing... We were already used to, at that point even, we were used to Tarantino and his nonlinear storytelling. Love and I think, oh, yeah. we were, I think we were kind of sick of seeing Tarantino on the screen. Like, there's no denying, when you're watching a Tarantino movie, at least his early half of his career, mm-hmm. every script, you basically heard Tarantino's voice delivering everybody's piece of dialogue. Sure. Like, it's like Kevin it, everyone spoke the same way. It wasn't until now, these later films, where people actually had like... You know, he he was able to write for for characters, but I think he's also now getting competent enough actors agree with that. that can add to what it is that's going on and making roles their yeah. own. He's got Brad Pitt. He's trusting oh, actors yeah. to make roles their Leo. own now. And that's kind of what we were seeing yeah. in these movies. I think, you know, Guy Ritchie had a script, and I think people like Jason Statham, who were still kind of new to the game, and, you know, he was like, I was a, I was a diver up until this point. <laughs> I, was a, I was just an Olympic diver. Um, so he's rigid, but you got people like Vinnie Jones who are, who are mm-hmm. coming in here. The guy who plays, I think his name is Lenny James, who played Saul, who's also Morgan on The Walking Dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he was making some of this his own. I think Dennis Farina was making he's some great. of this his own. Yeah. Dennis Farina is like a force of nature in this movie, yeah. dude. And mm-hmm. what, what was weird is when I first saw this movie, I was just coming off of Get Shorty. And Ooh, I was oh, so right. I was so sick of seeing Dennis Farina. He I think he was also in a movie called Out of Sight with J Lo. Oh, is he in that? Yeah, I think he's in that. And I was Clooney? so sick of seeing him that. And when he showed up in this movie, I was like, "Fuck you, Dennis Farina." But, but now, like, I go back and I'm like, "Man, you were so fucking good." Yeah. Rest in peace, sir. Oh, is he dead? Oh yeah, he's is no he? longer. He's oh. no longer with oh, us. I did not know that. Um, R.I.P. When did he, he die? Uh, uh, like 2008. Oh, gosh. If, if I remember correctly. So that was a ar- while ago. Around there, give or take two years on either side. I don't know. It's been uh, a while but, ago. But it's been a while. Yeah, Dennis Farina left us a while back. Yeah. 2013. 2013. Look at that. All right. I was way off. But he's so good in he this was. movie. I love his line when he finally gets to, to England and he's like, sit down, you big, big bald, bald fuck. fuck. Yes. <laughs> you have anything to declare? Yeah, don't go to London. That's <laughs> <laughs> so good. But he goes through so much shit. Everybody goes... This is one of those movies, it's really weird that I actually feel a, a lump of sympathy for almost like... 
75, 80% of the well, characters yes, in this Because movie. who would you say, yeah. like, who's the hero of this film? Who are we following? I mean, obviously, uh, we open and close on Tommy and um, Turkish. 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 Yeah. The, the, what's I guess name? you would say Turkish. I guess you would say Turkish yeah. is the hero. But, like, also, I I like Saul and Vinny and Tyrone. Yeah, like, I like that group. I love like, that group of guys. Really, I was like, but I, I mean... I wish that that would have been more the focus because they were more interesting. They They were there when everything important actually happens. But they were when the dog eats the fucking diamonds and they sell it. And then even at the end, end, they see it all. They see they see them driving. Well, you've got a corpse missing an arm in the back of his in the boot of your car. (laughs) Fucking Morgan, Uh, poor Morgan. But I would say like Brad Pitt and the Pikeys. Yeah, that's They're, what. Yeah, like you I'll feel just as but sympathetic they, but for them. They take advantage of Turkish and Tommy at the beginning well, of the sure, movie. They're gypsies, which, but yeah, exactly. That's what they. That's but, what they do. Exactly. But I'll tell you what. What really, what really like hits <laughs> home. The what hits home and what makes this work is the fact that the Pikeys like. Get turn that, it around uh, on, on uh, Blockhead or whatever his name is. Bricktop. Uh, Bricktop. Brick Brick Blockhead. Fuck Bricktop. It's like a Dick Tracy. Dude, fuck Bricktop. Dude, Dude fuck He's a guy. great Asshole. villain, though. He, oh, and amazing. I've seen him amazing. in stuff, and I couldn't tell you for the life of me what else who he is. Like, what else he's been in. But he's fucking amazing, amazing. in this movie. He's so him. menacing. And even, like, that scene after Brad Pitt has thrown the first fight. Yeah. Um... And, oh, and, yeah. and kick the other guy and he's storming out because he's just lost like 40 he's got guys coming up to him hey I want my 40,000 I'm good for it and the the last guy <laughs> who like tries to be like hey where's my money he's like I had enough of it he's like, like if you come at me again I'll cut your balls off yeah. and stab him and then he fucking stabs him in the hand yeah he's like oh shit yeah you, then it, he's feeding people to his pigs and, he's and got that whole like, thing where he talks about how much a pig can eat yeah. how many yeah. How like many human flesh? Two pounds of flesh per hour yes. per pig. So you need at least 16 pigs. <laughs> and that's why it comes from eat greedy. Yeah. And, that, yeah. but, and the thing is, greedy that's another is example of what I'm talking about, where people do not talk the way that these characters talk. It's though. interesting, Where he though. does that. No, he does that bullshit, though, where it's like, you know what the definition of nemesis is? Yeah, and I'm like, uh, yeah, nobody yeah. just has that fucking chamber. chamber. <laughs> well, see, he's but he's that to, is he's no, that's be, written by someone who's sitting is, there writing. He's who looked the, up the definition and him. pasted it into his script. <laughs> but he's supposed to be the bad guy in this because it's him talking to them about, hey, you guys are about to die, so yeah. now come and follow me, and now you understand what's going to happen to your bodies about how you're supposed to get rid of. <laughs> oh this. yeah. And so it's like that. They're they're great villains in this movie. When you think mm-hmm. about, they're all great, they're all great characters. That's why they really are. Boris the Blade. I love the names too. Uh, oh, Boris crazy. the Blade. Dude, Boris the Blade. Bullet two. After <laughs> he gets hit by the car, and like Turkish and Tommy are outside his house, and Tommy's talking about how he's going to go in there and give him peace of his mind, uh-huh. and then like we just see Boris come walking up, and he just grabs Tommy by the balls, throws him against <laughs> yeah. the wall, goes inside, comes back out. He's Bro, talking to himself the whole brother. time with his fucking machine gun. <laughs> this is fucking wonderful. I, amazing. The guy who played Boris the Blade, I believe, was one of the villains in the first John Wick movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I saw oh, that. that's where I know that guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you know, you were talking earlier about uh, kind of Quentin Tarantino style in this film and, and the kind of out of sequence editing, telling a story uh, non linearly. There, uh, there is that one sequence where the th- we've got three different groups of people in three different cars and they're driving along. That's really good, and you kind of see it from a different point of view, and it t- takes you a while to kind of piece together and realize, oh, they're backing up, and now you're seeing it from this point of view because the, the milk a hits the windshield point of view, and then, and then you hear the uh, car crash. And you, we had already seen what looked like Boris kind of get fucking getting hit, yeah. Getting hit. So you're waiting for, you're anticipating that moment. You know what's going to happen. Yeah. I thought that was a successful attempt. It was. That nonlinear. It was good, I, and it comes at just the right time of the film. Right. By half. Well, they didn't. They right don't the do that. Act. They didn't do that a bunch in the it wasn't movie. Wasn't overused. No. They did it once with the cars, and then they did it again at the very end mm-hmm. 
to show what was going on um, while the fight was happening. This is really kind of like Guy Ritchie's just like bag of tricks. Yeah. Like I'm just going to yeah. here's all the stuff that I've learned from watching film growing up and I'm just going to cram all of it into yep. this one film. Uh-huh. He's got that sequence where um Guy Ritchie's not Guy Ritchie Vinnie Jason Jones? Statham, Turkish. Jason Statham. Yeah. They're with the Pikes, yeah. and they're betting them for the Just caravan. Start naming English actors. <laughs> Madonna, Dennis Farina. Did you say Madonna? I did say Madonna. This was, if you notice, there's the part where Bullet Tooth Tony gets uh, what's his name? Was it Sick Boy in uh, in Train Spotting? Yeah, Mullet. Which was so because they were both in Train Spotting. Wasn't Vinnie Jones in Train Spotting? Was he? I don't remember, Wouldn't but he, he gets him by the tie and he starts wa- and he turns on the radio and Lucky Star and comes on. Lucky and he's like, I love that song. <laughs> I love also- this song. And because this movie came out the same year, Guy Ritchie and Madonna got married. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Did you know that? I didn't know that at mm. all. Yeah, that was a, a tumultuous relationship. Oh, really? It did not end well. Huh? It didn't Who could like- have seen that coming? <laughs> it didn't sound like a lot of hers. No. He, well, he ended up doing her Swept Away movie, the remake of Swept Ooh, Away. Yeah. And it. It performed horribly, and it, it it got him in some like, just as someone who was a, a promising up and coming director to do that movie, he lost a lot of cred. He did, yeah, because it was clearly like oh, my girlfriend made this me vanity this project film. for like, his wife. Okay. Yeah, no, I oh, really wow. had my heart behind it. It's yeah. a passion project for me. Oh yeah, I mean it's a passion project for my. It's a passion my... project, dude. It's it, it, it was a fun ride. It wasn't as good though, and I told Tess this. Mm. Yeah, he was... I didn't enjoy it. The second time around, like I did the first time. Yeah, I I appreciated it more yeah. because I think you and I both said we were disappointed after coming from Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, realizing, well, this is just version two of that film. Yeah, but going back, and I don't remember Lock, Stock that well, but I feel like this is probably a more successful film. Than this that was one. a more successful mm. film. No, I mean, I mean, you mean but, from a creative endeavor. Nah, I, yeah? I, I guess I don't mm. know. I, I've seen Lock, Stock recently. Oh, okay, and I just feel like the, ah. the chemistry that's going on in that movie. It's better. It's deeper. There's a deeper story going on. There's more at stake with the characters. But it's goofy in this one. Like this, I, I like how I like how they're all goofy together. Because I know how you didn't like Jason Statham in this movie, but everything yes. happening around him. I did. I, well, I didn't like Jason Statham's performance yeah. in this movie. I didn't. I didn't like his narration. I felt like that was wooden. Uh, I felt like his all of his delivery was wooden. Well, the problem is you're going to get me another caravan, aren't you? He's surrounded by. Uh, Characters that are much more interesting than him. Like the Mickey Mouse effect. Sidekicks. It's the Mickey Mouse effect. And he's the straight man. Yeah. yeah. But still, I mean, to see where he starts, there's, there is a definite difference between Jason Statham in this movie mm-hmm. and Hobbs and Shaw Jason Statham. <laughs> yes. yeah. The kind True. of charisma. Like, there's enough space in this movie for Turkish to have oozed a little more charisma, mm-hmm. which Jason Statham clearly did not know how to do, and Guy Ritchie was not skilled enough to direct him to He was trying to pay a little bit too much of a badass without being vulnerable. Like, all of the interesting characters in this film, they try to be badasses, but they're all just fuck-ups. Yeah. He's the only one that's not a real... Like, no bodily harm ever happens to him. A little flawless. He's always kind of fearless in the face of danger. What's up, Tess? Yeah, no, that's true. Uh, Well, that's the thing, though. He did all, but he didn't have someone like the Rock in this movie to also like help him out and being that funny. He right. went, but, but he, I'm not, you know what? Not even let's not say Hobbs and Shaw. Let's even just go with his transporter yeah, movies. Transporter. Let's go with uh, with uh, what's that one? Crank 
where he oh, has to, he can't, his heart, great. his heart rate can't go below. Do we yeah, need to do one of those on the podcast? Yeah. Those, have you ever seen any of those? Yeah, yeah. Those no. movies are fun. Are there more than shit. one? Oh yeah. How long, yes. How do they do really? that? How long is the first? <laughs> Dude, because the second one starts right after the no first way, one ends. Really? Yes. Oh wow. I, yeah. I he's like got one. this thing where he, his heart rate can't go under a certain thing. It's like speed. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, like he speed. can't go under a certain, his heart rate can't go under a certain count or else this bomb explodes. And so he's got to like basically keep his adrenaline up and shit. And uh, yeah, I think, I've seen, that's the, I think I've seen bits and pieces of that, but I didn't know there was a second one. There was two. Oh yeah, there's there were one. two. There's Crank and Crank Two. I don't think they made a third one. Kind of like the Transporter. There's uh-huh. there's one Transporter movie where like there was a uh, <laughs> they they put like some kind of proximity bomb inside of him. So if he is away from his car, oh. like by a certain distance, <laughs> really? he'll die. Like it's really creative, but for like a good two three years, they were just making making Jason Statham movies that were kind of the same concept. But just like named different things to the point where it should have just been called like Jason Statham one, Jason oh. Statham two, Jason Statham three. That Jason Statham movie. Handsome Rob. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. uh, yeah. So again, he just did not engage me in this movie, and I think a lot of it had to do with his immaturity as an actor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He just wasn't seasoned enough. Give me that. Now, even in his bonehead like action roles. I find him way more compelling you know, than I did here. And also, he's got a lot of competition in this movie. There exactly. are way yeah, too many characters in this film. People. And they even kill off one of them like within the first ten minutes. Yeah, yeah that's true. But still, too many. I don't know if there's too much going on here, or if I'm just like a simpleton buffoon. Oh, yeah, no, like that. My, that. <laughs> it's my that brain one. can't keep track of more than a dozen characters. But there's a lot of stuff... Like, it's asking a lot of you. And by the way, if you can watch this movie with subtitles on, fucking do it because oh, for uh, Brad Pitt, <laughs> for anybody, anybody. Well, it's funny. Like Brad Pitt, the subtitles just disappear <laughs> on some of the where he's clearly just supposed to be, you know, inaudible um, or in in what's the word? Indecipherable. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Indecipherable. Okay. Sounds I had to good. say that like Body the Jesse Ventura. Body the Jesse. Body the Jesse. <laughs> Right. So uh, let me go like, back because, like, rock the Dwayne Johnson. That's right. <laughs> um, but yeah, a lot of characters going on, um, and, and it's not that I don't mind the the, the different storylines that kind of converge, but t- like Tyrone almost seems a little. Um, did, what was what, his character what? needed, or could we have rolled they all did. of his characters and motivation into either Soul or? What's or the guy? Vinny, Saul and Vinny. Vinny, Vinny. You they, know I, I mean? guess they could have combined Vinny and Tyrone. But, into... No, but they, that's the thing. They needed they needed Tyrone because the way it was is like Saul would give would give uh would give Vinny shit, and then Vinny was giving uh, Tyrone shit the whole time. But yeah, and, yeah. and they were kind of just going back and forth. There was a triangle of it, like with the dog. The whole. But from thing. a story well, point like, of view, it's like the um, it's like the the chemistry of a successful radio show. You need the deer, the doe, and the dick. Which one of that's what you had. You're the dick. I'm the di- you're no, the, no, you're the, you're the doe. doe. You're well, actually, the actually, you're, Tess is the doe. You're the deer. You're the dick. you're the deer. I'm the dick. You're the doe. I'm the doe. There you go. I'm the yeah. deer. Yeah, yeah. You're what the is deer. The, the likable one. Mm-hmm. You're the really like. You're the sweet likable one. <laughs> Wait, isn't that what the doe is? No, the doe is the dumb one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. So you're like that's doe. <laughs> D-O-H and the, so the dick the and I'm deer, the dick the dough. there you go I'm the deer <laughs> you're the one that people identify with oh. you're the one that people like mm-hmm. and I'm the, the asshole no you're the one that, uh, no okay. oh people like me you just said I was the, the simple you're the dough. that's why people like you oh yeah. that's sweet thanks <laughs> yeah. I'll take that <laughs> 
Uh, it's like okay. uh, it's like uh, what is it? Uh, what's the... rain on your wedding? No, day. not Captain, uh, not Captain America. Cabin Fever. No, what's three the... stooges. No, what's the puppet one? F. That Murray the South Abraham. Park guys did. Team America. Team America. There's that uh, great okay. monologue there's at the end. Assholes, pussies, dicks, and there's pussies and, assholes. and dicks. Dicks fuck oh, wow. pussies. Yes, but dicks also so fuck, fuck assholes. assholes. That's right. Have dicks you not do, seen this? Dicks do fuck assholes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a it's a great analogy. Like that's like poetry. America. Fuck yeah. So too many characters, I think, for me. I think they could have whittled it down to a few. We didn't need, like, Boris the Blade and to- Bullet Tooth Tony. But there, there, there were. They could but have... didn't they, we? They, but, I mean, we need... Here's the <laughs> thing. I don't... Frankie Fourfingers? They I don't set up lament, Frankie Fourfingers and then fucking kill him in the first That's action. what I say, yeah. I don't lament the fact that we have all these characters mm-hmm. because I don't think any of them... I don't think any of them were distracting, but I do yeah. agree that the movie could have benefited from a little bit of pairing It down. muddies the waters a bit. A little bit. Yeah. It, especially at the very beginning, it has this uh, um, Baz Luhrmann quality to it, where you're oh, like, yeah. "Where am I right now?" So Everybody with just the flipping stop for a second and, and let me get my my bearings. But eventually, you hit your stride with the movie, yeah. and it works. It's fun. And all I, it all meshes together. And, and you know, I don't I don't want to be mistaken for not liking the movie by no, saying it's very good. I didn't like it as much as I did the first time. Mm-hmm. That's not to say that I didn't like it. I liked it. I just prefer Lock, Stock, and Two Smokes. I'll tell you, though, what what this film had that I think was missing in Lock, Stock was uh, a little bit of heart and a little bit of... um, Soul. A little bit of heart and soul. (laughs) A little bit of love to grow. Um, (laughs) Because uh, we're watching this with Jenna. Uh, she hadn't seen it we. before. We. The the royal we, man. (laughs) The editorial. (laughs) And... um, she, she was with it. She was having a good time. And then the scene where fucking uh, Mickey's mom gets burned alive oh, yeah, in the that dude, she was sleeping. That was crazy. All of a sh- sudden, shit gets real. And I, from that point on, she and I were kind of invested in this film in a way yeah. that we weren't prior. And I don't remember feeling that way about Lock. I remember Lockstock just kind of like being fun, gangster, is, bullets, and criminals. Yeah, and that's it's true. I think there's... But there's a great story going on. The relationship between the main character and his father, played by Sting... Um, That's right. Uh, there's there's a cool relationship going on there, um, but yeah, no, we don't get the the emotional manipulation like you get in this movie. <laughs> manipulation. Where I mean, come on, it's, it is. It is. It's all films are manipulate Thank you, you emotionally. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Right. And it's so, Brad Pitt, so so it it <laughs> so he can like, manipulate me all yeah. night. So it exploits men and women. Well, where are the fucking women in this film besides the two twins? That's it. The, oh, yeah. yeah. That's and it. There's a fucking the sausage fest, and the mom man. Who dies. The mom who yeah. gets killed. That's right. Way to go, Guy Ritchie. Not a very, yeah, yeah. Being part what of the problem. Misogynistic uh, yeah. film this is. What that's asshole. right. So, uh, so yeah. That's... Uh, that's. I, I loved Boris, though. I mean, I know you're saying we could pare down. We maybe don't need Boris the Blade. Love but Boris. then we got that whole... That cool bit where Vinnie Jones... Is like trying to figure out where the case is after he shoots. Oh, <laughs> Boris yes, comes back to that yes. back hallway to the bar, he's and he's he's like, "Avi, pull up your socks." <laughs> and Avi gets down and like that he shoots, and, and he goes over and sees Boris shoots Boris twice with the Desert Eagle. <laughs> walks over to ask one of the guys, "Where's the?" Ca-? And we he's hear like, Boris going, "Fuck you, fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> And he has to do it a third time. Boom, boom. And, and I love that, like, that Vinnie Jones is telling He's like, quit taking a piss. And, like, <laughs> and, and he's going to shoot poor Tyrone. He's out of bullets by that point. You lucky bastard. He got lucky. Yeah. 
And then, and then, how does he get repaid? How does Vinnie Jones get repaid for being fantastic in this film? Mm-hmm. He gets shot by fucking but, Dennis Farina. But you know, <laughs> because this is a film about like criminals and people doing bad things, and like we said, nobody's the hero except maybe no for Jason Statham. So everybody kind of has to have their comeuppance. Yeah, and I I think they do. Yeah. Right? You think so? Yeah. yeah. Well, you don't think I mean, that Tommy and Turkish kind of get off the? Well, they but the thing do. is, but the thing is, they kind of don't because yeah. they bring the diamond to to Doug the head, yeah. right. who then calls Avi um, back in. Very, yeah. And I'm like, well, how's this gonna end? You know, I love that. Save and it for the that sequel. Was, that was the beauty of it. I was like, so does Avi get it back? After all, do they, do after they all kill that Turkish and Tommy to get it? Mm. Snatched again. Resnatched. Resnatched. Snatches. Uh, I'll just pluralize it for the sequel. Thank you, Snatch, for giving us the most overused radio contesting music. It's very Ocean's Eleven. I worked with like four or five different DJs over the years that like after this movie came out, whenever they did contests, they used this music as their contesting bed. And I didn't even remember until I started watching this movie. That music started playing, and I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, God, no. Oh, my God. No. Call 214-817-7871-971 if you want to win your pair of tickets to BFD. All right, what we're going to do, we're going to play Break the Bank. We're going to play Break the Vault. Come on. This is. They also use twice that kind of ska song from... Never had to knock <laughs> on wood, <laughs> but I know someone who had Not that one. It made me wonder if I should. Very recognizable, though, and they use it twice. Yeah. What else do we like about oh. this film? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's that sky. That's right. That's right. So how long after? What, so what was the other movie that you guys? Lock, stock, and two smoking barrels. How long? After it was like a year before. Okay, so yeah, it was a yeah. one right after So it's only one movie he's done before, like this one. Well, before? I mean, he had. I think he had like a short film or something that he did before that. He did too. music videos. I he, think. Did, he did one music video for Madonna. So, no, before that. <laughs> oh, so would you, I was like, so would you say that he what he did? Guys, we're, that? we're overlooking the fact that this movie was produced by Matthew Vaughn. I know. I didn't even know who he was back then. Yeah. I didn't know he was around. X Men First Class is Matthew Vaughn. That's right. The uh, what's it? He did the uh, the not uh, the Statesman, not the Statesman. What's oh, it the called? Kingsman. The Kingsman. Kingsman. Mm-hmm. The Kingsman the, films? The Men movie. Yeah, the Men. The Men movie. The, not the X-Men, but the other Men. <laughs> the other Men movie. Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels came out in 1998, followed by Snatch in 2000, Madonna in 2001, oh, uh, Swept Away in 2002, Revolver, remember that, in Yeah, Revolver was good. Uh, what else did he do? Rock and Roll in 2008. Rock and Roll. I love that. And then uh, the two Sherlock Holmes films about 10 years ago. Well, it looks like he took a little hiatus there. Oh, he did that King Arthur film. Legend of oh. the Sword. Oh, the Man from Uncle. That's a good With one Henry too. Henry Cavill. That's man right. From Uncle. That's right. Yeah. And then uh, 2019's Aladdin. It had um, Army Hammer from uh, the Lone Ranger, oh. and Henry Cavill. It was based on the old TV show. Yeah. Oh. King Both. Arthur with uh, Jax from Sons of Anarchy, right? That one. With what? Who? Sons of Anarchy. Jax. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm looking at it right now. Oh, Charlie Hunnam. Charlie Hunnam. Charlie I never Hunnam. saw it, but. Yeah, I knew he was in that one. Well, yeah. A lot of people saw that. Jude Law was in that. Yeah. Oh, Jamin Hunsu also. Give, Give us free. free. Give us free. Give us free. Give us us. Eric Bana. Who? But so, <laughs> so would you say that what he did with um with that one, the gun smoke, uh, lock, stock, and two smoking barrels? I don't know why I keep getting this. Also name. got Vinny Jones. I don't, I don't know. Oh, shit. Sorry, oh, well, buddy. Jesus, careful, man. Careful. Uh, Take it easy, bro. So did he basically like take that pissed movie, on Super watch Tuesday. a bunch of like Tarantino films, and then just I I feel like there I feel like there's a lot of people that were watching Tarantino films. Oh, I, dude. I'm, I I can't help but feel like 
especially Guy Ritchie watched mm. like Reservoir Dogs, oh, watched yeah, Killing Zoe, watched yes. True Romance, even. Yes. And, uh, and that's what helped him shape it. When did Pulp Fiction come out? 92? 96. So, yeah. I mean, that's still enough time. He could have seen Absolutely. Pulp Fiction and been like, all right, so here comes, you know, Lockstock. Here comes Snatch. These are totally going to be informed by the work of Quentin Tarantino, which was fine. You know, when did Get Shorty come out? 98. 98. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, and that's where Farina was back on the scene. Because Dennis Farina, up until this point, he did a lot of movies like in the 80s, 70s, and 80s. I saw a And did some TV movies. shows. Yeah. But, like, he really wasn't a big film actor in the 90s until we got to, you know, the, the Tarantino era. And like, let's bring him in for Get Shorty and and Snatch and yeah, and out of out of sight. Yeah, because I've seen him in a lot of things now. There's, I didn't know he didn't get big until the end of the until the end of his career. He was a he was a late blooming star, man. That's, That's sad. That's yeah, it, it is sad. <laughs> but at least he was he he but, was discovered. At least he finally got to be that. And we know who he is. Yeah, that guy's that guy's good. It was it was really way more fun this time around watching him. I was able mm-hmm. to kind of appreciate his work a lot more. See, I appreciate it more because I, I understood what was going on in the film. Oh, I didn't. I'm, I'm an idiot, so I didn't like, understand what was going <laughs> well, on in the movie. I mean, like, because I'm, I'm thinking that. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm thinking, because when did you see this movie? Like, what age were you? Uh, let's see. It uh, was 2022. It was 2000, so I was 22. When yeah, I saw see, I saw this probably, like, when I, okay, 92, it came out in 2000. I probably saw this in, like, 2000. Or something right, like, so like twelve or something. Yeah, exactly. So like, I didn't understand. Damn, you were watching this so movie. You were just like twelve movies with guns yeah. and dead people yeah. and dogs and exactly Brad Pitt's punching people. Like he <laughs> knocked that guy it's the, the fuck original out. Fight Club. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He knocked him the fuck out. Like, ex- like I love that. What if I get in? <laughs> you like dogs? It's, so it's like you like dogs. It's from me, ma. But it's like I had no, I had no idea what was really going on and what they were talking about to like the nuances. But so now seeing that at twenty seven, yeah. I'm like, oh wow. This I'll is be honest, I did not understand it completely when I first saw it and yeah. I had to pause it and rewind several really? times to just just to kind of like piece things together what was going there was yeah. a lot there was a lot as this movie was being released like a lot of publicity about like Brad Pitt playing this role you can't understand what he says and I remember like sitting in the theater going I kind of understand what he's saying yeah the, the things times, that they want you to yeah at times you can understand but then there's other stuff like there's things like <laughs> oh with, uh, with the ma it's like you can understand ma and, and, and Doug, Doug. Dang. Yeah, and Doug but yeah, there's like other things that's like when he's rattling off the things, the, the, the features the that he wants yeah. on the character. Periwinkle Blue. Periwinkle Blue. Periwinkle Blue. Periwinkle Blue. <laughs> How long do you think Brad Pitt had to work on this dialogue with like just, a dialect coach I think or something? Just, I don't know. I think he just woke up. He did an insane he's so job in talented. Oh, my God. Yeah. He is. I mean, that's like how he did Aldo Rain in, uh, in Glorious Bastards. Like, it's just, <laughs> Honestly, I feel like Aldo Rain is one of his weakest characters that I've seen him play. Well, really? I'm not. I, 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 I love that. Because of the accent or the character No, no, no. I think he's a good character. I just think that of his his whole body of work I think Aldo Rain is maybe the least impressive it's a caricature I like Floyd from True Romance more than I like his performance really? of Aldo Rain but that, have but you the, seen True Romance no I have not then so I might need to save your really but I'm like that the whole monologue where he's talking to where he's talking to this new the bear you, you. That, but that's another example of somebody not like the way he's talking nobody speaks like this <laughs> And that's no what, one speaks like Aldo Rain. Rain, but that's why it's so funny giving the whole story of the movie because it's uh-huh. like this this didn't fucking happen at all. None of it. Watching the entire movie, you can tell that, and then yeah. getting to that, and, getting and to the seeing end. the entire shit that they do, it's like what the fuck? killing Nazis, killing Nazis, I want, killing Nazi business. Speaking of killing Nazis, have you guys seen Hunters? Have you watched Hunters yet on no. Amazon? No, Amazon Prime. Is that the one with Al Pacino? Al Pacino oh. and, uh, What's it about? Logan Lerman. It's about like these people in like the seventies 
like hunting down Nazis and stuff, Nazi oh. criminals. Is it the 60s? I think it's maybe the Business 70s. Business is a moment. It's it's wow. pretty good, man. Yeah. It's pretty good. I, w- I would recommend it. Check it out. Yeah, check that out. I definitely downloaded that before, before, <laughs> the whole, before the lockdown. Like, no more of this. Oh, really? Do they, 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 at work? I just don't want to. I don't want to put either of us in a position it's probably good. anymore. Dude, got new which v- is, which is funny because I've been downloading like Picard for myself and our boss. Oh, nice. <laughs> I'm like, here's, and I'll even give it to every week. He'll be like, is this what I think it is? I'm like, yeah. He's like, cool, thanks. How is the show? It's good. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, Picard's I'm really like good. I'm like a huge, well, not huge, but well, I grew up on TNG. Here's and, the uh, thing. Are, were you a hardcore Star Wars or Star Trek fan? Oh, I, I, I had never seen any of the original 60s. So no. You're not so, a no, hardcore. Not hardcore. I think you'll but like it. But that's because of my age. I think you'll like it. I think that this this show is so accessible to both. I think the hardcore. Fan, I think hardcore fans are going to pick it apart a little bit more. Yeah. But I think like the casual fans like you and me, I think are really going to dig it because mm. it keys in on those things that we would be familiar with. Yeah. And also well, gives like the hardcore fans things to enjoy as well. It seems a little fan servicey. It, it it is. It's very fan servicey. But I'm there for. But it's still a good story. <laughs> like, yeah. What about Tess? And what it's, about me, Joe? No, you're not going to like it. It's, why, why am I not going to like Because it? you people don't like space. Doesn't it sound... <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, you people? <laughs> I, meant, millennials. I meant millennials. Yeah, millennials. I meant millennials. <laughs> you beat me to it. I did. I did. <laughs> <laughs> because in space, no one can see you. That, that's the end of the sentence. No, no one, one can, can see, see you in space. <laughs> no <laughs> one can see you in space. <laughs> That's it. Oh my God. It's dark out there. Uh, what else about Snatch, guys? What Dude, else do you hear about this? I love this. I know it's cliche and I know it's film uh, theory 101, but um, I said earlier this is like him throwing all of his, his film ideas into one film, into one movie. The scene where um, we're, we're cutting, we're intercutting, juxtaposing between uh, the dogs chasing the rabbit and uh, the two guys hunting or chasing down Tyrone. I just, I just thought that was uh, something that. It's part of the uh-huh. play, uh, the film kind of playbook. Yeah, but you don't see it a lot, and when you see it, and when it's done like this, I appreciate it. I think it fit in a film like this. We mm-hmm. can get away with some of these stylistic things yeah. he's trying. Yeah, I like that. I don't. I don't disagree. All right. It just you know. It seems cliche. It, no, no. It, and the thing a is, on the nose. It seems cliche, maybe more so now because I've seen it done a million times. Mm-hmm. But this was one of the first movies to do what they're doing. Uh, and I'll, I'll give it credit for that. It's one of the first films. Like, Tarantino did it, and then Guy Ritchie came along and did it with his own British sensibilities. Mm-hmm. And it works. Uh, but it's just, I think that he hit, he had done better before and has done better since. Mm-hmm. I like this movie, though. I like it, just not as much as I used to. Um, We've grown up since then. That said, I would still recommend it. Oh, definitely. I would yes. absolutely recommend this movie. I'd recommend it for Brad Pitt alone, I think. Your Brad Pitt fan. It's yeah. a good it's a good Brad Pitt performance. Uh I also think that it's a it's a great showcase of Vinnie Jones. Uh it's a lot of it's a yeah. good showcase for a lot of people. For honestly. for for all these guys. Uh what's his name? Lenny Lenny James. Is that his name? Lenny James. Uh Saul. Uh the guy yeah. who plays Saul. The guy who plays yeah, Morgan Saul. on oh, the Walking yeah. Dead. Uh, oh yeah, he's great. Yeah. Yeah. He's he is so fucking good in this mm-hmm. movie. And his performance understated. A little understated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he wasn't uh, over the top, right? And Agreed. but just when they're stuck in the in the vestibule in the betting office, and she's like, "All bets close." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It means we don't have any money. I love that scene. She's fucking cold. There's something about those three characters that make me think of uh, William Forsythe and John Goodman in Raising Arizona yes. as they're botching the robbery and yes. stuff. Like, 
I love this. Yeah. I love the character. And that's Put some why yodeling I like music behind it. I really wanted to see more of these characters. Like, I wanted to see a film based on these three. That's the problem. There's too many. Yeah. Each one yeah. could kind of have their own spin-off they could have film. Their own movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about you, Tess? I would, love it. Would you recommend it? Oh, definitely. I mean, that's why I picked it. And honestly, I want more people that I know to actually watch it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's a movie that, like you said, you guys saw when it came out, and it was really big for you guys, but not a lot of people know about Brad Pitt being in this movie. They don't know about Benicio Del Toro being in this. Yeah. Uh, Farina. Like, it's a movie that, honestly, going back and seeing it now as an adult, like I said, I love it. Mm-hmm. And I would, I'd go watch it again. Honestly. It's a good pick. I, I want to see how... If I take some time and don't watch it for some years, how it'll, how it'll sit too. Here's the fun thing about this test. This is why your pick worked, and I want to I want to I want to <laughs> congratulations. I do. I want to congratulate you because I'm glad I didn't pick the first one that time sucked. you were you were kind of your your arm was twisted because your last pick, the yeah. Daddy's Home, was kind of more my pick than it was your pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I liked it. I liked Daddy's Home, but no, it was good. But this is why this was a better pick for the podcast. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time since I think. Any of us had seen that movie. Mm-hmm. So yep. we were able to kind of come back years. to it with fresh eyes. Uh, it has a cast that is unheard Amazing. of now. To, to get this cast for $10 million? Are you, <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? That is crazy. I think that's like a, a tenth of what Jason Statham makes on a movie now. Yep. Uh, Brad Pitt so, doesn't wipe his ass. <laughs> with yeah. $10 million. <laughs> so you got a great cast. You've got a really cool story from a filmmaker who is starting to, to up-and-coming filmmaker who's now really well-regarded. Like, yeah. this was a good pick, man. This was fun to come back to. Like, what did Snatch do right? What did it do right? We're going to start with that? That, that was right. my question. <laughs> you may not have heard me the first time I as, as much as I was complaining about kind of style over substance and him going a little crazy with the transitions and, and the graphic call-outs and the names and... You gotta appreciate a film that has ambition like that. You gotta appreciate a film that's trying new things. Like compare this to a Wolf, you know, <laughs> where it's basically a stage play that uh, fucking Robert Altman, Robert Altman, Mike Newell, who did that one? <laughs> what? Who, who directed that one? Mike Nichols. Mike Nichols. Yeah, uh, he just <laughs> sets a fucking Robert Altman. Tri- well, they're they're all they're cut from the same cloth. He does the same fucking thing. He sets a tripod up in the middle of the room and zooms in and pans and tilts. It's such fucking lazy filmmaking. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, he's, he's great at directing actors. He's great at uh, dialogue. He's but he should stick to stage. That's not the medium of film for him. Well, he's dead now, so we don't have to worry about. Is him. he really Robert Altman? No, I, no, not Robert Altman. Oh, Mike Nichols. Sorry. Mike Nichols. Okay, rest in peace, Robert. Um, but, but, but so at least at least Guy Ritchie is genuine. trying things. He feels things. so genuine when he says, oh, well, rest in peace. <laughs> I guess I'm the asshole. I didn't, I didn't fucking know the guy. Uh, but I appreciate <laughs> what Guy Ritchie does. He's trying things. He's um, yeah, he, he's, he's, he's putting himself out there. Yeah. He opened his heart. He, he did. <laughs> That's right. He, Put it all on the line. His lucky star. Threw it all up against the wall. Anyway, that's what I thought he did right. <laughs> he expressed himself. Ambitious. That's right. All over the His film. blonde ambition. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I've just been trying to throw out a bunch of Madonna references here. Uh, all right. So what did it do right, Tess? For me, it was hilarious. And honestly, it was just a good time. Well, mm-hmm. watching the entire movie, it was a great ride that honestly, like, that, that this is why I would recommend this for somebody else. And this is why it was a movie that I don't know why I even thought of it, but... It Tell just for it, I felt like it, it would be a movie you. that you guys. I didn't even know if you had seen it or not at this point, but I was like, Tell it'd be a movie that I was like, you guys will like it. And honestly, that's what I'm most proud about, Tell and I'm glad why. that it was a. <laughs> it's funny we were we were driving to the car the other day, listening to this the other day. Remember? <laughs> 
nothing but a mistake. What a great ride. Something you'll never hear last band. Last pants. <laughs> last pants. <laughs> Lance Man, Bass. Joel, thinking about pants. <laughs> no. Lance pants. Lance pants. Uh, yeah. So, what okay. Do you, what do you think it did right I, uh, I thought that this movie... I thought it was cast really fucking well. Yeah, it does I, a great I cast. Like, like you just had you had the right people in all the right roles. I try thinking about like who if they had switched people around. If like you know um, a Bricktop instead, if that character played Doug the Head, or if Dennis Farina instead played Bricktop, like none of that would have worked. If you know Jason Statham Jason. had played like one of the other characters, it wouldn't have worked. Everybody is in the right place, so it's cast really well. Mm. And the thing is, on paper. This is a really clever and fun and witty script. Yeah. It's just that now 42-year-old Joe is listening to that stuff being delivered mm-hmm. and going, no, we need to workshop that a little bit. Like, that yeah. just, just doesn't sound natural coming out of people's mouths. Yeah, it's like, you need to rework it. Just a little bit, rework it. But other than that, like, this is a, it's a good story. Mm-hmm. It's got just the right amount of twist to it that keeps it fresh. Right. And the fact that, like, as you're watching it and you're like, okay, so Brad Pitt's obviously going to go along with the plan this time. Just like to there's get something else, but he's going to go along with the plan, and he's going to go. And it's, and when you, you see that first knockout, yeah, you, that, that first knockdown in the in the in the first round at the end like, of the movie, oh shit! And you're like, oh fuck, he's going to do this. Again. But the boxer gets up, and the match gets going. It's like, okay, and it's like, oh okay, he's going along with the plan. Yeah, the fact that you out. got that fake out mm-hmm. in the first round, because like you think like, okay, well then. Why would they fake? They've why already would they spent do their this? load. Mm. They already spent their load with that last fight. Obviously, now he's going to go along with the plan, but there's going to be something else. And instead, he goes to the fourth round and then knocks that motherfucker <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah. that. And oh you're like, God. what the <laughs> fuck? How are they going to get out of this? That is a nice shot when yeah. uh, when we're going through the psych out. And he gets knocked out with the big guy, and it goes to super slow motion. Into the water. And he falls through hey, into I, water. And I wanted to ask you about that. Like, there's a really... Weird, like grainy quality to it. Yeah, what is that? Because they're doing they're they're, they're shooting it at super high speed, right? Yes, and unfortunately, when you do that, it cuts your resolution in half. And then on top of that, he's like zooming in, like closer on, on parts of his body. So it was re- there's a couple of times in this movie where it's like, is that Ooh, you should not be digitally? Is that zooming. because it was video? Did they? It's shoot shot on film. It's is just it? the, the but the technology with the super slow mo cameras that you're talking about back okay. then, like it wasn't until recently where you can get super high rates. At you know even HD quality, much less film quality. So I think they they uh, that has to be what it is because that's what it looked like to me. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and at first glance, you might think it's a style choice, but you're like, no, nothing the else in the movie do. looks like this. At but all, then yeah. when he falls into the water, and you're like, wow, and he's like, seeing he's, himself above him. Yeah, it's great. That's, that was a really good visual. He's like, like he's like planking in air. It's a good. It's <laughs> yeah, he a, does plank. It's a it's a really good story and it's well crafted. Yeah. Uh, but it's going to bring us to what did the movie do wrong? Yeah. Yeah. Too many characters for me. Mm-hmm. I think uh, you could have exercised a couple of them, consolidated a few of them. Yeah. And uh, streamlined the story a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Going off that, it's like there was a lot happening early on that eventually, yeah, like it gets smoothed out. But it was just a lot of stories and people to follow. That, that if they had honestly trimmed it a little bit more, but or at least just made it a little bit more concise, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So where where I felt like this was a really good like story, it was a poor script though. Like it's it's it would on paper this is a better novel mm-hmm. than it is a script to a film, and that's where my mm. biggest issue is with the movie: the dialogue. Like film yeah. characters don't talk like how like, oh, they. 
Like, this is not how people talk. But if you were to read a book and mm-hmm. these characters are saying these things, it wouldn't have been a problem. Wouldn't I wouldn't have, have batted an eye at it. I'd have been, oh, okay, well, that's clever. I like that. I like that. But there's some about seeing it, like, played out live where you're like, that's just that's rubbing me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, the do you know what a nemesis is? It's Tony's, you know, testicles or balls uh, monologue. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of the stuff that, like, a lot of the stuff that, and not just because he was new to acting, but Jason Statham's dialogue, like the way he's delivering this weird exposition, like it seems like half the things Jason Statham says in this movie mm-hmm. is just to let us know where other people oh, are. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah in he's, relation he's to him, lead, yeah. And so, and, it, and that's a hard job to have as a character, but it's usually a little bit easier if the dialogue that's written for you is more natural. It's kind of it like wasn't. he's, it's kind of like he's narrating the entire movie, even he's, while he's acting. even when he isn't narrating. Yeah, he's yeah. narrating what's yeah. going on. Yeah. All right, if we were going to remake hey, Snatch, how would we do that? Do I think I recast 10 people here. I did like 11, I think. Yeah, There's so a many. lot of people. Yeah. Got to draw the line somewhere. Let me let me see. Who did I do that maybe you guys didn't do? Did, uh, did you guys do Vinny? Of course. Yes. Uh, did you do... I did not do Tyrone. Did you do Doug do the Head? Yes. Did you do Doug the Head? Which one was Doug the Head? That was the guy that, Uncle, that Cousin Avi yeah. came in and was like... Get, sit oh, the, your the, the, fat, bald, bald ass down. The guy who pretends to be Jewish? Yeah. yeah oh, I shouldn't... Uh, no, but I can come up with somebody, I think. All right. Quickly. So who did you have for your Doug the Head? I went with Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito's a good one. I went with F. Murray Abraham. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I like that. I have a little theme going here, so I'm not going to try to call an audible. We'll stick with what I got. Okay. okay. All, right. All right. So who is the bottom of your list? Uh, I didn't really go in like... Who just... Who is the... Who do you want to start with? Uh, w- w- let's do Soul. All right, Soul and Vinny. Soul. Yeah, I got Vinny as my bottom. Okay, list. Soul, uh, the uh, uh, the guy who plays Morgan in yeah. The Walking Dead. Yeah, uh, Lenny James. That's him. Uh, He's great. All right, so who do you have in that role? I went with uh, Jamie Fox. Jamie oh, Fox. That role. I think I might know the thing you're going for. You think so? Maybe. Well, we'll see. Uh, pretty obvious. Jamie yeah, it <laughs> yeah, it's, it's gonna be Tarantino. Obvious. It's gonna be Django. Django. That's exactly. <laughs> yeah, I was of like course. Django. <laughs> I went with Kevin Hart. Did you? Yes. That's pretty good. I went with Daniel Kaluuya. Oh, there you go. Oh, from Get Out. Get Out. Daniel Kaluuya, yeah. British. Nice. He's, he is, isn't he? Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. How about that? Never, it's like until he talks. You don't know. What about Vinny? For Vinny, I went with Dave Chappelle. That guy looks like him, doesn't he? That's why. I thought so, too. I went with John Boyega. You know, you sound like Dave Chappelle. Anybody ever told you that? Oh, my God. All the time. Everybody I work with. John Boyega, another another Brit. Oh, that's great idea. That'd be great. I went with Sam Jackson. Boyega, yeah. Sam Jackson. Play me. That'd be great. Boyega, yeah. That's right. There you go. There you go. Let's do Brick Top. Brick Top. She's a brick. Top. Sometimes I describe, if I don't think I'm going to remember who they are. I do that too. I'll put like what, what like who the actor was that played glasses. them. Or yeah. I put Discount they... Albert Finney for <laughs> oh, this guy. Yeah. He is, isn't he? <laughs> oh my God. All right. Who would play your, drawing out. Who would play your Brick Top, uh, Tess? I want Matthew McConaughey. He'd be your brick top. He'd be my brick top. Interesting. I went with Ray Fiennes. Oh, I like that. Have you ever seen? Uh, you haven't seen In Bruges. Not yet. In he, Bruges. He plays a character a lot like yeah? Brick Top. Interesting. Oh yeah, we're gonna have to do In Bruges soon. I, we have to do yeah, that movie. I hear good things. It sounds so like chocolate. Who's your brick top? I went with a Harvey Keitel. <laughs> I almost went with Harvey. Because he looks like him, right? Jenna I came almost up with that. went with Harvey Keitel. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, who's next? Let's here? do Boris the Blade. Boris you guys do him? Boris. Sure did. I went with Christoph Waltz. Christoph Waltz? Mm-hmm. Peter Stormare. Same. Oh! Same. The Russian. Anytime you need a crazy Russian, dude. Peter right Stormare's your man. I think he even 
I think he's also in a John Wick movie, just like the guy yeah. who <laughs> plays Morris the Blade. That's right. That's why. Though. When you can't get one Russian, get the other. <laughs> did you guys do uh, Gorgeous George? I'm here the, the fix the gobble. I did not. No, I didn't. I, I did Dave Batista just for that role, just because I mm, thought nice. that'd be funny. I'll do Michael Madsen. <laughs> I'll do John Cena. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there we go. All right, we did it. <laughs> or, you know what? I'll do, uh, what's his name? Was it Doug? No, not Doug Jones. Uh, <laughs> fuck, I can't. <laughs> Definitely not Doug it's Jones. Doug something. <laughs> he, not he was Doug the big muscular guy Don in Jones? Fury Road. Do you remember? Oh. I had a little brother, there and he was, was perfect in every way. <laughs> yeah, I don't know he, that, that guy. That would perfect. be my gorgeous that guy. I uh, love it. <laughs> okay. Um, about, I guess Frankie Fourfingers is next. Oh, yeah. Benicio Del Toro. Oh, man. Wow. I want Gerald Butler. Gerard Butler. <laughs> I like that. You know what I said. <laughs> I said what I said. Look. Take from them everything. <laughs> He's barely in. It. That'd be a good little. Uh, oh man, I forgot to do him. Um, I did uh, Jermaine Clement. Oh, that's gr- that is perfect. Mm. I like that a lot. Um, I'm gonna go Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi's good. Oh, Steve Buscemi's yeah. good. Uh, how about Cousin Avi? Yeah, the I did Dennis Farina character. I went with Kurt Russell in that role. Oh, that's good. Or Mel Gibson. Mel oh, Gibson's great. Nice. I went with uh, Chaz Palminteri. Oh, he's good. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Sit your fat, bald <laughs> ass down. That'd be great. Saying that to F. Marie Abraham? Hell yeah. Uh, all right. So I've got still Bullet Tommy, Tony. Turkish. Oh, yeah. Uh, Let's do Bullet, Bullet Tooth, Tooth Tony. Mickey. Mickey, yeah. Okay. I got four more, yeah. Bullet Tooth Tony. I went with John Bernthal. Otherwise known The Punisher. A- yeah. Punisher. Oh, he's yeah, great. He played Lee Iacocca in Ford versus Ferrari. What? Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. He was really good. I actually went with uh, Brad Pitt. In my role. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I went with Henry Cavill. Ooh, very good. I can yeah. see him in that. Oh, yeah. After that, Playing uh, a role just Mission like Impossible. in the new Mission Impossible. Mm-hmm. We did Cousin Abby. <clears throat> we did Frankie Four Fingers. How about uh, Tommy? Tommy. My Tommy be Tommy? played by Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> uh, I think he'd be that's good. That's pretty good, role. actually. I like that. You could do a whole Harry Potter recast yes, in this you film, could, actually. Yeah. Could Dumbledore is fucking Alan top. Rickman's dead, man. If Alan Rickman uh, wasn't dead, who would he be? Dude, he would be fucking. Either, he would either be Bricktop, or he would be Boris the Blade. No, not Boris the Blade. Mm-hmm. He would be either Bricktop, or he'd be Cousin Avi. Yeah, I can see. I just him can't that. see him as any yeah. other character. Yeah. Uh, I went with uh, Quentin Tarantino as Tommy. You know, he likes to put himself in his movies. Put him there. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's the. I want Christoph Waltz. Oh, Otherwise, no, yeah, you know, my guy. you guys both went with him. Yeah, we did. Yeah, different places, as, different as, people though. As Tommy, different. Places. I mean, honest, I was kind of going with a theme for a little bit, but then, I, but then I went away from it. Not, <laughs> that's why he was <laughs> okay. Well, who we want to do last? We want to do Mickey or Turkish? I think we should probably go with Mickey. Mm-hmm. Mickey, last? I think Mickey because because Mickey's Brad the Pitt. character that everybody kind of enjoys. Yeah, love top build, and I'm pretty sure we all went with the same person for that character. Did mm. we? I did. I bet we did. I don't think so. Okay. I, I definitely did not. Oh, okay. I don't think so. So let's do Turkish. 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 Turkish delight. Tim Roth, dude. Tim Roth. Gotta Lord. be Tim Roth. Oh, no. We couldn't have done the same person as Mickey because this, this person is not. This person is not. not in a Quentin Tarantino, Tarantino, Tarantino film. Yeah. Yeah. I went with Leo DeCap. <gasps> wow. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I went with uh, Fury Road's Nicholas Holt. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's really mm-hmm. good. I like that. I feel like that. he fits that age just right because mm-hmm. he can't be, can't be too big. But That's right. he's got to be able to handle himself. Still imposing. All right, so we're going to wrap this up. Mickey O'Neill. Mickey, here we go. Brad Pitt. Mm. Uh, Who do you have? I actually went with Leonardo DiCaprio in that role. Really? That's yeah, good. I mean, okay. it's, it's a little unassuming. Maybe not as built as Brad Pitt, but it still has that fiery intensity. And uh, who, like, the two of them together in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, 
It's fantastic. They yeah. should be in every movie. To, every movie mm-hmm. from now on should be Those Brad Pitt and Leo DiCaprio. And LDC. Mm-hmm. I'll ride your wing anytime, man. <laughs> yeah, you can ride mine. <laughs> oh, my God. What you got? Well, I went with a favorite of mine and mm-hmm. ours. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Ooh. Is, that's very good. That's Ryan. good. Yeah. Uh, I went with Jordan Peele. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, we definitely, well, I was like, we definitely it's all nuts. I went with Chris Hemsworth. Ooh. Really? If you're getting a, a, a young That's Brad Pitt great. type? That's great. Chris Hemsworth. I mean, Jesus. They, he does comedy. Yeah. I mean, just and look at them side yeah. by side. Like yeah. Chris Hemsworth. You already can't understand him. Yeah. That's perfect. <laughs> Dude. He's, <laughs> he's, he's so funny. Have you seen the Jane Silent Bob reboot yet? I have not. Dude, there's... You there's say that like, like I'm destined got, to. No, I just thought that maybe you would see it. I maybe probably take will. some time to see it. I probably will. But he got Chris Hemsworth to do a quick guest role. Mm-hmm. And he's basically like a hologram that like directs people around like, where they can go to the Comic Con, and he's like, "Just don't get too close." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. He's like, "I just prefer you don't even stare at the hologram, me. <laughs> don't try to touch the hologram, me." Uh, my whole thing here, directed by Danny Boyle. Oh, interesting. Mine directed by none other than Quentin Tarantino, of course. Oh, really? Mine directed by M Night Shyamalan. Oh. So uh, we're <laughs> no, no, not Shyamalan, Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> That's good, man. Do you guys have any thoughts about Snatch, how you would have recasted, or thoughts about scenes, stuff from the movie that we haven't talked about, that we've glossed over? Go ahead and let us know. Go to Facebook.com slash Editing Bay, or in that search bar, type in the Editing Bay, find that image of the woman with the bleeding eyes, click on it, and that's where you can find us. Let us know what your thoughts are, and if you've got ideas for movies for us to watch in the future, go ahead and put your suggestions there. We've also got a website, right, Joel? We sure do. It's not the Editing Bay. It's not Editing Bay. It's not Edit Bay. (laughs) Fuck. What the fuck is it? is editing bay please go there and bookmark it oh you want to go there you could be you know what i was thinking because we have a little oh, a little go. bio He's section editorialize there. we have a little no we have a but little we don't have there. a thing for this him. is what i'm saying oh, you can see oh. joe you can see me you can read a little something about us but no test yet so test i'm gonna need a headshot I'm gonna do that. and uh we'll we'll take that later <laughs> stick around after joe leaves i'll give you the headshot whoa oh, my. <laughs> um but Holy uh shit. so bay after hours so, uh, maybe <laughs> <laughs> so um, you go to editingbay.com maybe I'll update it we'll get tests on there yeah. uh, but you can also find links to our uh, social networks the aforementioned Facebook page as well as our Twitter handle which is at the editing bay please follow us there and we had a really nice tweet from somebody following us let me see if I can pull it up real quick I think I had he just he said like he liked that we said fuck that we dropped yeah. F-bombs. Yeah, we do. <laughs> well, I mean, it's appreciated. And Joel responds with, fuck yes we do. Fuck yeah, we yeah, do, man. man. It's white. So now you don't have to read it. Hit our, well, okay, there you go. <laughs> so somebody appreciates us. <laughs> Way to steal his thunder. Way to steal his thunder, Well, I mean, Joe. he's sitting there like my dad. Like, Toby? Uh, Toby? Just, Toby to Wong? I wanted to give the guy Toby Wong? And appreciate Toby. him? This is on maybe, the Twitter. Well, right? you, that's why we prepare ahead of time. Uh, no, but I'm saying maybe people will... Uh, look it up. Look it up. You no, look it up. Just saying, we'll read it. it if, uh, look it up. He just says, Find it. "These guys poor performance. say the motherfucking f bombs, and we yeah. do. Fuck yeah. fuck we, yeah, do. we do. We do say those things. All that and more on oh. editingbay.com. Hey, leave us a rating and review on your podcasting app. Five stars would be fantastic. And then just leave us a little review. Let us know what you think we do right. Uh, even if there's something you think we do wrong. If you got criticism, make it five star criticism. That's fine. Because if you leave anything less than five stars, you know what you are. You're a felon. You're dead to me. You're dead, dead to me. <laughs> That's right. And we're gonna steal your diamond. Yeah. And we we're, we're gonna light your mother's camper on fire and watch it burn. Some people just want to watch, watch your mother burn. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> uh, so what are we gonna do next week? 
So I could be doing a uh, movie about politics since uh, that's hot on uh, hot on the agenda now. But uh, also something making a lot of news. Uh, people are worried about people uh, stocking up maybe water and supplies uh-huh. and canceling travel plans Herpes. because of uh, <laughs> that's right. Herpes <laughs> is going to be the end of us Watch all. Uh, if it's not herpes, it could. Oh, she's going to could be your cat. Be, could be the cat. Could be my that roommate. Cat scratch fever. <laughs> but uh, our minds are on uh, pandemics and I don't know where they come from, but they sure do come. Yeah, I hear they're coming for me. Is that Billy Idol? No, it's Who's that? Ted Nugent. Oh, he did cat, cat scratch fever. fever. That's right. Ted Nugent. Uh, Ted. Ted. <laughs> Fad Nugent. <laughs> but uh, so something that is that is on a lot of people's minds, and uh, there was a little movie that came out in 1995 with a stellar cast that uh, made a lot of news because I think what were Stellan we doing? Skarsgård. That's right. What were we dealing with back Damn. then? Was that mad cow disease back in the 90s? People worried about or bird flu? Or... Bird flu? Any number of uh, pandemics yeah, was, that could wipe guy, us all guy, out. If you if you look at Republican Facebook pages, they're all. They, have you seen those? Like where they put the graphics up and they're like, it's the same disease just wrapped up differently or whatever. Like. Don't worry about this. This coronavirus thing is just going to blow. I'm like, yo, dude, it doesn't mean we should just like ignore, ignore what the fuck is going we, on here. I mean, obviously, we should have some context and we should be realistic about it and we shouldn't all freak out at the, you know, but the fact that people drop the fact dead. that people think that we're like that it's an attempt to wag the dog and like take attention away from Do this people that, think like, that. Well, I mean, conspiracy yeah. theorists are going to conspiracy theory. Like, you can't stop hate that no matter gonna what. Hate. That's right. Love is going to love. But I don't even want. None of the above. I want to piss on you. It doesn't mean that it's not yes, to do. likely. Uh, want to pee on you. Any less likely drip, drip, drip. that a monkey <laughs> from Africa could come over and uh, start the next. <laughs> God damn, I knew you were going to do that. Oh and start the next epidemic. That's right. I'm talking about 1995's Outbreak. Starring, uh, who we got here? We got Morgan Freeman in that. Den- Kevin uh, Spacey, Dennis- Rene Russo. What's his name? Dennis Dustin Hoff- Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman. That's right. Dennis Hoff from the, the Bunny Ranch. <laughs> Uh, Kevin Spacey, Cooper Gooden Jr. Is in this. Get it on, baby. What? Is Patrick, he Patrick Dempsey? Dempsey. That's right. Does and he uh, cry in this movie? Donald Sutherland. Yeah. That's the clumsy waiter. <laughs> <laughs> Would it be great if he just showed up in Outbreak? <laughs> just, just Kentucky oh. Fried movie. Uh, that's right. So next week, uh, Outbreak. Hey, where can we find that? We can, you can find it by Googling it, motherfucker. We're going to Google. Nobody knows. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, that's all I got. You have anything you want to plug? No. The potion? Not yet. Um, you, oh, <laughs> not yet. All right. Uh, and we wrapped up One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Dude. Yes, you did. Wow. Amazing Amazing performance. Dude, my, my body is so sore. Like today, yeah. like just kind of getting back into it. My, my legs are fucking horribly sore. Uh, I dug a chunk of skin out oh, of no. my, my ankle on my foot. Ooh, what the happened? These, it's just these boots uh, that they had me wearing. They weren't made for walking. They were not made for walking. They, they just, they needed to be like worn in a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, if you done, did not have if you did more than eight it. shows, Dude, maybe they would have been. I don't know if I would have lived past eight shows. But it's really like, it was seriously one of the best best experiences that I had on stage. Like, uh, well, no bullshit. Like, just a bunch of people that I loved working with. There was never any, and that's probably the advantage of doing a two-week run, that you never really had time to have hate static. Them. Yeah. You didn't have stat. You didn't have to, any time to have static with anybody. Uh, let's be honest. Spend, with actors, there's always time. To spend that much time with each other, uh, eventually you're going to have some falling out. It's and true. It didn't happen. And, you know, I think you made the joke. I was like, man, there isn't a dick among the bunch. And he's like, yeah, well, if you can't find out who the dick is, it's probably you. You're the dick. <laughs> uh, but no, but, like, I really loved working with everybody. And I, in that weird theater way, mm-hmm. I was sad to see the show end. 
But at the same time, I was really relieved yes. for it to be over Cure with. your body and my, your family. To heal my family, get to spend more time with them, mm-hmm. to shave my fucking head. Yeah, looking good there, Mr. Clean. shit off of my face. Um, it was I funny. It. I went in to get my hair cut, and she's like, all right, well, what do you want to do today? I'm like, cut it all off. Just get it out of here. I go .5 on the razor <laughs> and just go. And she looked at me. She's like, are you serious? I went, yeah, go. I think you are like a mental like, breakdown. Why are, why are you not cutting like right now? She's like, uh, okay, if you're sure. I go... I don't know if your computer, if you got a computer, tells you like the history of when I get this done. Because usually when I come oh, in, right. they'll, they'll go, "Oh, okay, I see. The last time you did this," and I'm like, "If you could look, it's it shows that's usually what I get when I come here." Mm. And uh, yeah, she ended up, and I was like, "Oh, I feel like someone, someone took like 40 pounds off my head." <laughs> really? I was like, "This feels so much." What's that much air? Yeah, I know. I'm, it, yeah. it, no, it, I know. <laughs> I'm trying to be like that. I'm just saying, all like exaggeration. I'm trying to illustrate a picture for the listener. But thanks, Joel. We can they can see you, Joe. <laughs> right there. Oh my god. Uh but no, it was it was a fantastic experience. Well, it was a fantastic experience for me as a theater goer. Yes. Sitting it was. there watching you, man. Thank Great you. performance. I appreciate that. Thank as you. It's astounding. I Joel, enjoyed it. We do it on stage. <laughs> <laughs> Joel, do you have anything you want to sure plug, no. talk about? No way. All right, guys. Oh, you know, as long as we're talking <laughs> stage plays, um mutual friend of the show and mutual friend in life, uh, Walt Walt Threlkel. Uh, we saw him this past weekend. Oh, you just go see Catch Me Went If You Can? Go see Catch Me If You Can. Not based on the oh. Frank Abagnale story that the film with Leo DiCaprio was, I was based just on. just about to ask that. But once you get that out of your mind, go. Fun time. It's kind of it's a whodunit. It's also directed by a friend of show, Stephanie Stephanie, Jackson. that's right. She's been on the show. Uh, what did we do with her we episode? We did uh, Lone Ranger. We did Lone Ranger. That's mm-hmm. right. Was and Lone she Ranger was also... Episode. I think oh, I can't. she was. She did an afternoon delight with us way back when. Mm, yeah. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. So she's done some stuff with uh, Pocket Sandwich, directed this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, so go to pocketsandwich.com. If you want to see our uh, friend, you want to have a good time out in Dallas, be yeah. happy to be here. This is a very uh, local plug. Uh, <laughs> well, that's else. what they all are. Like, like one flew over the cuckoo's nest wasn't. Well, that's a good yeah. Well, yeah, good point. Yeah. So there you go. Audioblocks.com. Cool. <laughs> all right. Uh, Jeff, thank you very much, sir. <laughs> Tess. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Joel, always a pleasure. <laughs> Namaste. <laughs> Nama go. <laughs> it's like after 11 o'clock. Nama, Nama, get the fuck out of here. Please do. Uh, all right, guys. We'll see you next week for uh, what movie? Do- Outbreak. Oh, Outbreak. Yes. Outbreak. Please don't die. <laughs> I almost said Lock, then. Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. <laughs> no, we will not be doing it. We will see you next week for Outbreak. We'll see you guys later. Bye. Thank you very much. Bye. You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.